welcome to another episode of our brand new Hamptons Boss Moms interview series. My name's Kim Lina Erhardt, German expert, mom of two, real estate agent by trade, and women connector and networker by passion. I founded Hamptons Boss Moms because I really feel we should connect more. There are so many awesome women out here in the Hamptons, and if we don't know each other yet, we should change that. And most of us don't even know what the other women are doing. So we're changing that too. And to make it even easier for everyone, we're doing these interview series to, well, get to know each other and to really understand how the different women are doing the businesses they're doing, how they got there and how they manage it all. So I'm more than thrilled to welcome today's guest. Hello, Valerie, would you please introduce yourself? Hi, Kim. It's great to be talking to you. I'm super happy for this organization and this group of ladies. Very grateful for the group. I am a mom of four, plus two, actually. I have two other daughters as well. And I moved out to the East End officially this September. I've been out here my entire life, weekends and summers. And with the creation of a new restaurant, my first, I moved myself and my youngest out here, and we're now happily part of the Sag Harbor Elementary School community. So I find myself a restaurateur after not having any, <laughs> I had no idea that I would get to this spot. Well, we're going to talk about that in a second. We actually met while we were both touring Sag Harbor Elementary School last summer and kind of hit it off immediately, and you were in the middle of building out this restaurant and i was deeply impressed at that point because i was like wow putting together a restaurant in a space that has not been a restaurant before we'll get to that and starting all of that on shelter island on top of all of this so tell us a little bit about leon the restaurant sure well like many when covid really hit in that march of 2020 we shipped ourselves immediately out here and we stayed for the following two, three years. Part of that experience of being shut down and at home and cocooning with my family, which I think we've all acknowledged was devastating, but also has its silver, or had its silver linings in terms of family. I started spending a fair amount of time on Shelter Island. Before that, I'd sort of made the requisite couple of visits each summer, a lunch at Sunset Beach, maybe dinner in Vine Street, but I started spending a fair amount of time there as my father was landscaping a property for a friend of his. And with spending a lot of time there, I kept hearing from their community that they needed more restaurants, more food, more, you know, engagement. And we remarked that it felt so much to us, like my grandfather's early life on the South of France. And we came up with the idea to start this restaurant called Leon 1909, which is my grandfather's name and his birth year, and modeled after the restaurant La Chaumière outside Nice, which is a very small, intimate family restaurant in the center of which is a live burning fire. And Papa is cooking the food there while Mama serves tables and takes care of business in the back kitchen. So we set out to start a restaurant much in that model. And I did some research about live fire restaurants in the United States as well. 
And one thing led to another. We found a property, which was the old Capital One Bank. And little did I know when we embarked upon a change of use from a bank to a restaurant that that would really be the most challenging part. I didn't really understand the despair in the health department in Suffolk County Health Department, but ultimately they were very good to us and Shelter Island was terrific to us and really made it very easy from their perspective to get this thing off the ground. We ended up taking what we thought would be a renovation into really a total gut. We went down to the foundation and rebuilt the entire place. It was a labor of love and I'm lucky enough to have the most wonderful chef and general manager in the business. And without them, I would be nowhere. Together, we've created this thing, which so far people seem to be pretty happy with. And the best thing I can see is people coming back repeatedly time after time, weekend after weekend. Absolutely. Yeah. Here's a few pictures of it. There's also a beautiful outdoor space that was packed pretty much every day last summer. I remember trying to get in unannounced. So yes, it is beautiful. And you said that it, it was a bank. And I think it's great now because whenever you describe the place, you can be like, it's the old Capital One Bank. If you look back, what would you say was like the biggest obstacle in retrospect? Yeah, I mean, I think I would say two things. The, the biggest, probably the biggest obstacle was getting through permitting getting health department approval and liquor license, all the building department, things that most restaurants that are startups would go through. But especially during COVID when things were backed up and people weren't at their desks. And so applications would sit for three months before anybody would stamp it or even look at it. It was frustrating to say the least, but we had a great team of lawyers and expediters that helped us with that. And ultimately we got to where we wanted to be. I think the second biggest challenge will always be, or seems to continue to be staffing. So to be open as much as we'd like to be open and offer service to the community, lunch, dinner, et cetera, it requires very skilled people, both in the back of house and the front of house. And that remains really challenging. And so however much we're able to be open this summer, which I hope is full throttle, will be totally dependent on us being able to find the people. Yeah, well, that's an issue I think that a lot of people have. I mean, we also have a property management company and it's the same thing. I mean, you can't ask someone during the summer months to what, get up at 3 a.m. to be here at some time in the morning because right. it's just so backed up. Yeah, that is definitely right. that's a huge issue. If you look back onto those last, let's say, two years, can you believe how far you've come? Absolutely not. First of all, I've renovated a lot of homes. And so the renovation process was not new to me. And that part I'm very comfortable in. I like it. The creative process is fantastic. So getting to the point where I had a building was not such an out of imagination idea, but I actually really thought that we would open our doors and nobody would come and we would just be sitting there wow. and nobody would come. And to my surprise and astonishment, hmm. we've been packed since we opened. We've just been extremely lucky. We've had an outpouring of love really from the community, both South Fork, North Fork and on Shelter Island. I just count myself lucky every single weekend when I see them coming. I never take that for granted. 
Well, it really is. I mean, it is a beautiful place and everyone who's not been there should definitely go check it out. If you look at the community and the things that changed, because I think if you would have opened this, let's say five or, or seven years ago, your fears might have been justified because there just weren't that many people here, especially during the non-summer month. So how do you experience the community overall out here? Absolutely. I mean, I think that it would have been a very different thing. First of all, we were very committed from the beginning. We made a promise to Shelter Island that we were not going to be another Hamptons restaurant. We were not a summer pop-up, that we wanted to be a pillar of the community. And that meant a year-round restaurant. And we felt that way from the start. But that would have killed us, I think, at a different time because we're very aware how many of our clients are people who have moved out fully, always had a presence here, but either moved out fully or spending much more of their time here, you know, on a consistent basis. And we've really benefited from that. And I have to say, I'm only as good as my crew at the restaurant, obviously. And so them being happy is always my first concern. And I think that their feeling like they have a life other than the restaurant would have been really hard too. And I want them to be happy people, not just when they're working. So for all of us, really, I think it has been such a shift that we're dependent on. Absolutely. And I mean, this is what fueled this whole idea is that so many of us are out here full time. Would you mind explaining a little bit or describing how your day looks like? Like, how does a normal work day for Valerie look like? Sure. Well, I'm lucky enough. I do feel very lucky sort of to make my own schedule. As a mom and someone who was a very full-time mom, I can't imagine it a different way just because I never experienced it without being able to sort of be there for my kids as well as I've always had different projects that I was working on, but my focus was able to continue to be on them as well. And so I'm lucky to be able to orient my days and evenings to a certain degree based on their schedule. But basically it's kind of shaken out at this point where I'm at the restaurant always two nights of the week, Friday and Saturday night, and work the full evening there, usually ending in my sitting down for dinner at some point. But that starts with the 4.30 meeting of my whole team into that evening service and through whenever we close. The other days of the week, so Thursday and Monday, I'm on Shelter Island a lot of the day and having meetings, meeting with my chef and GM. I mean, there's always something that we're working on, whether it's creating the outside bar, general repairs. It's just sort of constant flowers for the restaurant that week. So Thursday, Friday, and Monday, I'm there for a few hours each day. And I try to make pickup at 3.30, bottom line. Um, I also try, you know, I, the, the greatest thing about this restaurant is that it, it got me to live here full time. So I love that and I try to take advantage of that and I try to hit the beach every day with the dog and walk. And I'm reminded every day of how much of a treat it is to really live here. It really is. I feel a lot of us moms, the biggest issue is to stop and really like take a breath because it's so easy to take on so many different things. If it's not work, the kids, the house, it's always there. So how do you manage that? Like what's your secret to not do everything at the same time and lose yourself in it? 
Yeah. So you're going to laugh at my answer. I tell people I have the greatest commute in the country. And honestly, the ferry ride is my meditation. It is. I force myself. I put the phone down. It's five, six minutes, whatever it is. And I look at the water and I honestly kind of regroup, take a breath. And there are other moments, obviously, throughout the day in other ways, but that is like a special moment in my day always. It totally is. And yeah, you're right. That is like, that is a meditation. And this putting the phone down and not thinking, oh, I can quickly use these five minutes to blah, blah, makes a, a huge difference. Yeah. So if you're going back to this moment when the idea came up and you started following it, because I think that's a lot of us have ideas, but then really going through with them and keeping up the energy and the optimism. And really, I mean, you just said it, your biggest fear was that nobody would come. And I think every female founder will be like, mm, totally get her. Because yes, putting something out there, I don't know why it's so much harder to accept that people might love it instead of being pretty sure that something will go wrong and it's probably not good enough. So what is your advice for someone starting or having that dream to really make it happen? I will start by saying I am so lucky that my father is my partner. And while I'm boots on the ground and I really do the heavy and daily lifting for this restaurant, he is very much there behind me. It was his idea for me. I feel very lucky that as a little girl, my dad pushed me forward in a way on this project and said, you can do this. And I kind of never looked back from there. And I think that you just have to have your eye on the prize and bit by bit. I mean, there were plenty of days I was super overwhelmed and just try to focus the task at hand and check that box and move forward. Also, I think one can't be shy to get help. I had the most wonderful consultants, the Marlowe Collective in Brooklyn and Andrew Tarlow, who was just such a gift to me and helped me understand and learn this. But I think one has to not be afraid to say, I'm new, I don't know what I'm doing, and I need help. And I say it all the time to people who work in the restaurant because frankly they're sort of career experts and i learn every day but i think you have to be really open to that and to being the dummy in the room and that's okay well i couldn't agree more so we already established your child is at sec Harbor elementary too where do you live in hampton like where is home if you're not working so i live in wainscott which the greatest thing i ever found out was in the Sag Harbor School District <laughs> because I loved that school so much. My older daughter is very friendly with a number of kids from the area, all who went to Pearson or Sag Harbor Elementary. And so I had in my head all these great kids. And so I'm very lucky that it was a natural thing for us. And uh, my daughter loves it and we love it. I mean, there's nothing like morning program and the group of women and men, it's just the nicest community and most nurturing environment. If you could like change something for the community going forward, what would be something that you would wish we could put together, establish, or how we could grow? Yeah, I'm super focused on affordable housing. I think it's so important out here. I mean, we sit back and think it's the most wonderful area and it is, 
but everybody that's helping this community be what it is, is driving two and a half hours through bumper to bumper traffic every morning at a wee hour. And we really need to do something better about that. And I would love to be part of that cause. Absolutely. Again, it's true. I mean, yes, and it affects you directly. That is very much so. Sure. Yeah. So where do you go from here? I mean, what is next? Like, how do you pivot? So many ideas. <laughs> I don't want to get ahead of myself. This is our first real full summer open and I'm hoping it's a tsunami and uh, kind of gearing up for that. And we're going to learn a lot as we go. So before I get through the summer, nothing, but I have a lot of ideas in my head. Uh, I don't like to let moss grow. So we'll see. I'm not sure, but we'll see. Well, we'll definitely stay tuned for that. If you have to finish the sentence, Hampton's Boss Moms for me is, what would that sound like? A terrific resource of professionals, emotional support and professional support. That's very nicely said. So what are your summer plans other than working or is that really what's going to happen? That's really what's going to happen. <laughs> and I'm excited for it. I'll be happy when I have some time with my family and able to enjoy home. But yes, really we're gearing up and my focus is going to be very much the restaurant. So if somebody walks into your restaurant, what is your biggest recommendation? What is something we cannot miss? Sure. Well, uh, there are a few people love the chicken. People love the tuna tartare, clams, steak. The meat off the fire is pretty extraordinary. There are a lot of really great treats. The banana split, personal favorite. But obviously I'm a fan of the entire menu. We work very carefully to keep it changing and new and seasonal and fresh. And there isn't anything that goes on that we don't work really hard at. My personal favorite at the moment is the fluke, which is just simple and delicious. There are a lot of good things to try. Well, yeah, sounds like everybody should just try it. And obviously it's not just a one-time thing. I think it's fabulous that we actually have something that's there year round that is really giving towards the community because I think that makes a huge difference. Well, thank you very much. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me. Well, we'll put the website in the show notes so everybody can check it out themselves. And whoever wants to connect with you can do that within the Hamptons Boss Moms community, of course, or just go to the restaurant and uh, talk to her. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Yes, Kim, I'd love it. Yes, reach out to me directly. Absolutely. Awesome. Thank you very much. Okay, sure. Thanks so much.